Welcome to a new episode of Improvisations on Growth with Medu Einsiedler, Business and Life Coach. My name is Adina Arhiri, Madhu's discussion companion, introducing a new episode of COVID-19 Crisis Log. As Madhu is in Vienna, Austria, and I am in South Florida, we both witnessed baby steps toward a reopening that will take a little while to somewhat bring us back to how things were. In fact, we do wonder, will things ever be the way they were, or living with COVID-19 will become in a couple of years analogous to living with electric cars? What major changes will this crisis bring? We already noticed a high unemployment rate, and as some will go back to work, some not, it is becoming clearer and clearer that we will need to help each other more and more. What if eliminating competition and an intense focus on individualism will help us grow as a society? What if once the energy that we place on competing with each other is transferred into helping our fellow humans, a better world will open up for us and the generations to come? I encourage you to listen and maybe think of your own little steps that you can take toward a better world. From what I've read, everything on paper made such great sense and it was they agreed to it. But somehow when it got into practice, horrible things like communism happened. But I think it did, be, again, it's because of the ego. Because in essence, what you're saying and what Marx and Engels were saying, they were not saying, let's build tyranny and dictatorships. They were just saying what you're saying. <laughs> we would need a really, really wise, I don't know how else to say it, wise was the first word that came to mind, a wise system to implement this. Because even for something like a basic in- income, we still need leaders. So maybe is this is where the shift needs to happen. Maybe it's choosing leaders who, who value their work as much as the people's did, that they're in, in charge of. Maybe it's the I, leaders that we need to train all the time. If I hear you say leaders, what do you have in mind? If I hear leader, I still hear someone who makes, who makes a decision that has impact on other people. I, 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 would, I would say we need, we need shared responsibility. How about mentors instead of leaders? A men, mentor. Because well, I, I, still, I still think no matter what, we still need like certain key people to... Maybe to report to, maybe we're we're looking at really redefining what a leader is. Because you can have a leader or a manager and you can report to, to that manager and that manager can guide you, but you don't have to necessarily do what that manager is telling you. So that manager doesn't necessarily need to have power over you in any way. It's only a matter of keeping track of your, of let's say a leader in this new context is really someone who just keeps in track of 10 people and their work and their progress and nothing more without telling them you got to do this and that. Then the question is, why do I need someone who keeps track of my work? Why can't I do that myself? Why, why don't I have the responsibility to keep track of my own work? And, and, and if we are 10 people working together to achieve whatever kind of result we have agreed upon, then 
we could be as self-responsible and support each other. I like that you came up with this example because it shows so clearly how difficult it is, it is. To, to let go of this idea that there is someone who knows more, better, different, who guides me. So, so it, it is still this idea that I can look up to someone or I can look at someone who might be able to see something that I don't see, but somehow we put this person, it seems like we, we still put this person like on a higher level than we put ourselves. So yes, we need each other to see things that we are not able to see and I need you and you need me, but there doesn't have to be a hierarchy be between us. For thousands and thousands of years, every, every religion in the world, you have a Buddha, you have God. We, I mean, I believe in God. I so I feel that's where it comes from. That's why it's embedded in who we are. We've always had something or known where that there's something higher than us, like something above us, running, doing things. For me, that is a totally different thing from applying it to people. It has nothing to do with, with what we can do here. People are still people. And yet, we are putting people in sort of such a role, not, not in a God role, but in, but in a father role, you know? So th there's like the star that I admire and that I want to be like, or there's this guru I follow, there's this role model I follow. So we, we seem, to have, seem to have this urge to put someone on a pedestal that we then can give responsibility over us. It's like we don't like to to carry our own responsibilities. It's Maybe like, okay, you make the decision. Maybe and then if I'm not happy with this decision, then I just blame you. So that we take full responsibility for our actions, our thoughts, what we do, what we don't do, seems to be such a tough task. Really? Maybe, maybe we're not meant to. Maybe it's just exhausting. Oh, we, we are totally meant to. I don't want to make every single decision every day. I'm tired. I, wa I do want to have someone in my life who makes certain decisions. I want to make the, the link back to the... That we label work differently. And this is what makes it so difficult to, um, to, have, to even think about basic income. And that we need, that we seem to need a differentiation because it's about self-worth and value. And, and this is how we have learned to, uh, to gain value by differentiating all sorts of work in worth, worthless and more worth. What it also ties into is that we are so trained and that we have learned so deeply to think about ourselves as just just me so it's it's me the individual 
the way we have lived our society so far, it's, it circles around individualism. And the individualism needs the differentiation of value. So I need to be better than you are. And this whole individualism thing is based on competition. So if we now tie those ideas to the basic income, then, then I think we need to change individualism into we are in, in all of this together and we need to change competition into cooperation. We are then living more of a togetherness and a cooperation and we would also feel ourselves more like we are in this together and then it would not be so tiring and it would not be so exhausting because competition and being all by myself and having to deal with this life all by myself this is exhausting and then it's no wonder that we look for people for guidance and, and give up so easily our responsibilities because they're so tiring. But if we rethink this, so not competition, but cooperation, being in this together instead of need, the need to struggle alone, and then, then I think the basic income would make so much more sense. And if, if you look to just look to the movies. It's always the, the one single male white hero that saves the world. <laughs> and he's, it's always a he, he's always white, and he is always alone. Well, Will Smith saved the world too, I'm sorry. Independence Day. I haven't seen that one. He saved the world, <laughs> and it's Will Smith. <laughs> okay. Um, and he's, Still male. Okay, I and, agree with the male. <laughs> and I'm, 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 I have not seen the movie, but, but he probably still does it all by himself, doesn't yes. he? Yes. Yeah. So well, it's it's not he. You still get the team behind it, but like the the coup de grace, like the final blow, is always the hero. Like it could not have happened without him. There's still a team. There's still like a warriors surrounding him but that hero is the one who actually makes it happen true yeah so it, it, it's the idea of the male savior and the savior is always by himself and i think this idea is so ingrained and and we would need to deconstruct that so it's not as the one single savior but it's all of us together together all of us together it's more like yeah we together and your contribution is as important as my contribution and then there is no leadership in the sense that we have known it because you have a contribution i have a contribution and and we can talk about who is doing what kind of contribution and how but don't you think you would, you would give up so much excitement to, to eliminate competition? Come on, competition is no. fun. <laughs> no, no. I think there's more, more excitement in, in cooperation and learning. And this is, 
This is exactly what we have trained to think. My, my kid, my kid has to be better than your kid. I know, and 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 I think that this is, this is, all those learned thinking circles make it so hard to envision a thing like basic income and a thing like cooperating together and contributing together and trusting that people will know what they want to do and that society will not collapse but be even better off as a whole. I think this is what it really comes down to a lot, trust. Trust in our humanity. Trust that I'm not lazy and my neighbor is not lazy. <laughs> Or, again, maybe we need to redefine laziness. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I'm really happy that even the idea is circulating of a basic income. I can see all the discussions around it. It does sound like it's got, it would take a little while before. Yeah, right, right now, I really think we are at a threshold. And it's either backlash into more of the same that we had before Corona. And, or it is really the adventure into something new. Step by step, slowly, hopefully, but adventure into something new. And I feel like we are at a threshold right now. On days when I'm hopeful, I'm like, okay, we could adventure in, into some, some new areas and really experience growth as a society and as a whole. On days where, I'm, where my mood is not as good, then, then I see strong signs that we are backlashing into more of the same. But we'll, we'll see, you know... It, history will tell us if we will still do the podcast in like 30 or 20 years <laughs> we, 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 hey, we will, we're gonna do this podcast and we're gonna have a basic income <laughs> <laughs> I, i wish <laughs> this concludes another episode of medu's improvisations on growth covid19 crisis log for years we have been taught that competition sharpens the senses and builds better professionals But is this truly how things are? Or maybe this works for a little while until we realize that always trying to be better than others to surpass and prove our valuable worth is quite exhausting, if not counterproductive in the long run. We hope our discussions have opened up questions and new ways of seeing things and new possibilities. I welcome you to share your impressions with Medu by emailing her directly at medu at or leave your feedback on her social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Until next time, stay healthy and embrace change. <laughs>